it's been um, quite an eventful week actually, uh, in a pleasant way. And uh, today the sun is shining and uh, there's the neighbour going in. And, uh, and that's a person with a child attached to the back of their bike, which I always think is silly, especially when they're not going to look left when they're turning right. And um, welcome to episode 102 of Mr. Bell Pods. I do have a thing about these people that cycle around with children. I know in theory it's a lovely idea, but really, you're in London, the streets are busy, enough cyclists get knocked over and killed as it is, and if you're not even going to look in both directions at a junction, uh, I really don't think you should be in charge of a child on, on the back of a bike, but that's your problem. So, uh, that little rant out of the way. Um, I've had a technological failure of the day. Uh, that started with yoga. Um, which failed because the connection was so dreadful I had to stop and I ended up doing uh, a session on my lower back and hips with uh, Adrian on YouTube. She is marvellous actually so I don't know whether I can keep doing this yoga because uh, I'm paying for it and uh, uh, the, the connection, the internet connection is just dreadful. It never used to be. I mean when we were in lockdown and they were doing it uh, it was all absolutely fine, but uh, thinking on it, the yoga teacher was at home at that point, and now she's gone into the studio. It's just dreadful. Um, and I think they want to get rid of it online anyway, and I sort of don't blame them, but it's just so nice to get up and do it without having to go anywhere. So uh, anyway, I'll just have to think about that. Then I went for my run, which was all very jolly, and got back, pressed my finish button on Strava, pressed my save button, and uh, then looked at it and it hadn't saved anything. So I have no idea what time my run was uh, or anything. Uh, I was concentrating a little bit on consent, no, uh, on eccentric or eccentric exercise, uh, which is the opposite of concentric exercise. I've been listening to Michael Mosley's Just One Thing, which is just a short 15 minute radio program about how we can do one simple thing incorporated in our lives to make ourselves a bit healthier. Uh, things like standing on one foot, having a nap, eating more beetroot, I think was one of them. Um, there's quite a few of them now. And uh, this one is about eccentric or eccentric exercise, which is going the opposite, sort of slightly counterintuitive. So if you're lifting weights, it's not about putting all the effort into lifting it. It's the uh, idea of putting effort in slowly putting the weight down. So you're working completely different muscles or instead of worrying too much about running up a hill, running slowly and controlled down the hill, um, which sounds easy because you're running downhill, but actually, as I tried to say, it isn't. It's definitely using different muscles and apparently uh, it's all scientifically uh, looked into and it does you an awful lot of good, uh, especially with aging bodies and flexibility and all sorts of stuff. So I'm going to try and keep doing that. So that was all that. Got through that. Fine. Um, so um, it's very quiet in the road today, but the sun's out and it's quite windy. And I'm looking at the car, actually, which is quite unusual because usually the car's uh, not parked right outside the flat, but it is today unusually. So it's all lovely. Um, yeah, there's an aeroplane going over. So uh, the week, so that was today up until now. Uh, last week, uh, there was an extra matinee, but I didn't do that, which was lovely. Um, then I went, 
well, Darren invited me over for an evening meal because uh, I said I was doing the matinee. Then I wasn't doing the matinee, so I said I'll come over for lunch, uh, which he agreed to. And then, of course, it all got changed and I had to go over in the evening uh, because he'd forgotten he was doing something. I don't know how he gets through life, really. But that was lovely, and I haven't seen him for a long, long time. Uh, and I managed not to drink too much. But he's a very good cook, so it was a very nice meal. I've never, ever... I mean, I eat quickly. I eat very, very quickly. Darren, I, I don't even see him. I don't even see the food go in him. I'm about halfway through my food, and he's finished. I've never seen anyone eat so fast in all my life. But he's not obviously eating really fast. We're still having a conversation. Uh, it is one of the great mysteries of life, actually. It's just really weird. But anyway, that was all lovely. I had a very nice evening with him. Uh, obviously, lots of Prosecco was drunk. Uh, and um, a good time was had by all. And I was kicked out about 10 o'clock and home for 11.30. Uh, so that was nice. No, seriously, it was lovely. I haven't seen him for a long, long time. I'm in this sort of thing now, having booked a load of theatre, uh, which will all have to be Friday nights because that's the night I don't work. Uh, but there's loads of stuff I want to see at the moment. Um, but I'm in this sort of weird thing of don't particularly want to go out and see people, but I really want to go out and see people. And I think it's that thing of being in lockdown for so long and just being sort of conditioned to being at home and very happy at home. Um, I just can't be bothered with the effort of going out to see people. Um, it's a bit strange. I don't know if anyone else is feeling that way. But, um, yeah, so that was all that. Then on Wednesday, uh, what happened on Wednesday? Oh, Wednesday I had to go for a blood test. And, of course, that was all messed around because Darren kept changing the time. I had to change that time of that as well, thanks to him. Uh, that was all fine, actually. I walked straight in, had the needle stuck in me and walked out again it was marvelous so i got the text back on friday to say all was well i must go and this was my uh uh speedy van this was my uh sort of annual mot which i haven't had annually because of lockdown actually so that was all good so i actually must go into my medical records and see what they actually did test for so um yeah that was all that and then um uh what else happened then thursday was thursday uh friday i had my dramaturgy is it dramaturgy or dramaturgy that sounds a bit like turkey doesn't it dramaturgy a uh, dramatic turkey i had my dramaturgy hello someone's woken up um yeah yeah she she joined me for yoga this morning sat on a chair and just stared at me uh which is always very supportive and then actually, when I got back from uh, my run, I was she was halfway down the stairs, wanted to go out. Uh, I go out with her and keep an eye on her because she's not really an outdoor cat. And um, I thought I closed the door behind me because uh, I really didn't want to go out and I didn't want to go out with her. I just wanted to go and get a shower because I was hot. I had my shower, I came out of the shower and saw the front door slightly ajar uh, and then heard it bang, or saw it actually bang shut, presumably in the wind. Checked front room and bedroom, no cat. Um, put my clothes on and then saw through the window of the front door a black shape, which I guessed to be uh, the local tomcat. Uh, so I went downstairs, opened the door, he sauntered off and she was just sitting staring at him 
uh, underneath the uh, uh, the windowsill of downstairs flat, completely unflummoxed. So apparently this cat can um, open a Yale locked door and close it behind her. It's astonishing, isn't it? Um, yeah, she's all right anyway. And um, then, where was I? Where have I got to? Oh, Thursday, yeah, Thursday I did my matter. No, what we talk about? Oh, yeah, so I had my dramaturgy, which was lovely, actually. Uh, it was really nice. And um, I got on really well with the woman I'm doing it with. Uh, it cost a lot of money, and but she's put a huge amount of work into it. So uh, I don't know whether I'm going to be able to do another session, but I'd like to. But what she's done was she talked me through everything she thought about it where I could go with it what I could do how I could improve it and everything else uh, she sent me copious notes uh, as well as a backup which is all marvellous and um, she said the play had a tender soul which I was very very pleased about she said it had a beating heart uh, and she said in her opinion and she wouldn't say this if she didn't meet it she, she really liked it and she would like to see more of it um, and she's a well-respected playwright, so um, that was really lovely to hear and really gave me, gave me a bit. Actually, I've had a very nice week, actually, I have to say, because I remember thinking on Wednesday, I felt very jolly, and I think that's because I spent the evening with Darren, and then um, I felt very jolly on Friday after this session. So she's given me uh, lots of ideas how to move the play forward, which is where, which is exactly what I wanted. I'd sort of... I knew I'd done a first draft and I needed a kick. Well, not even a kick. I just feel she's opened doors, windows, whatever, and given me some options where to move forward with it, which I didn't have before. So I've got some nice ideas playing around with music and movement. Um, oh, guess he wants to go out the room. The door's shut. Uh, go and lie on the sofa. And, um, yeah, some other bits and pieces. But she said it was funny. Uh, she really liked the characters, and um, yeah, I'm very, I'm really happy. So that was money well spent. So um, I'm going to look at her notes today and uh, try and get on with it. That's my priority now. And then um, Friday, uh, Friday evening, we witnessed uh, someone having their penis bitten off, uh, which was quite lovely, actually. Uh, we went to see Age of Rage. I don't know what bird that is. It's a blue tit. Three o'clock. Uh, you need to wag your tail. Go on. Um, it's very quiet outside. So this was uh, Ivan, Ivo Van Hover's. Uh, he's done these epics. He does a lot of... Um, he got most well-known for the view from the bridge he did with Mark Strong. Uh, he does a lot of film adaptations into stage plays which I, I sort of like but I'm not mad about but um he's done these epic with the uh Dutch he's Belgian but with the Dutch theatre company uh this sort of epic four five six hours um where he's concentrates together a load of plays so like he did the Roman tragedies which was something like Coriolanus Julius Caesar and Anthony and Cleopatra I think might be wrong um and then he did uh Shakespeare's histories the the henrys and this one was um greek tragedy uh and was not quite as long as some of them 
But after two hours, the first half was two hours, uh, I was on the wine, which is quite unusual for me in an interval of a play. Uh, it was exhausting. Uh, there was lots of fire, uh, smoke. There was lots of dangling lights uh, that moved, which made me nervous. The trouble is, when you work in theatre, I find it difficult to um, not be thinking about all the work that's going on on stage and how it's all going to be have to cleared, cleared up at the end because people want to go home. Uh, it was very good, but it was a bit graphic with the penis, and um, there was another suicide, which was quite unpleasant to watch. Um, but it was uh, another white man, and uh, it was very prescient to uh, well, war's war, isn't it? And and what really came across was an eye for an eye, uh, just doesn't solve anything, and you can just see how people and countries just get more and more entangled into their anger and rage until they can see uh, no other way out. Uh, it's not that they don't want peace, but they've lived with violence for so long they can't see it. Uh, I suppose like Northern Ireland being a good example. And um, obviously what's going on in Ukraine at the moment. Um, yes, it was quite thought provoking. I don't know whether he'd... Well, yes, of course, it would have been done before Russia invaded Ukraine, so it just goes to show. But it was very good, and uh, it was quite uh, traumatic to watch. I do have problems with that. I think it didn't. I don't think it worked completely, but I did like it. And um, yes, yeah, so I've got a load more theatre booked up. Actually, I've got another play next Friday, and I've got uh, two plays in June. Um, and I have to say, it's going to cost. It's costing me an absolute fortune. Um, but there we go. Hopefully it'll all be good. So, uh, that was all that. And then Saturday, I've got no memory of, but there must have been, oh no, Saturday was very funny because Saturday, was it Saturday matinee? Um, I heard the DSM query a word spoken by a cast member and swung my head around and realised uh, basically there's two scenes, there's more than two scenes, but there are two particular scenes set in a kitchen uh, in which food is involved and food is the food is talked about. And um, they mentioned the food from the second of these two scenes, but we were in the first of the two scenes. And basically what was happened was somebody and stage management had made an error and had set out the wrong food on the table, uh, which was hilariously funny. It was so funny that I was actually crying with laughter and having uh, difficulty breathing. Um, I mean, I do feel sorry for the actors because obviously they had to react to it, which was what the fun was, but um, they were all fine. Uh, they, were, they were brilliant, but it was just hilariously funny. I can't really explain more than that, but just, um, it was, oh, hello. Let's see, I've never seen those two before. Now, funny thing was, um, found out that uh, she doesn't cut hair very often because she's not a regular. She, I think she's only goes in one day a week, but I do know her in the hairdressers. She's one of my neighbours. Have I ever, ever seen her down this road? Had I ever any idea that she lived in the house she lives in. No, only found this out um, 
the other day and she's lived in this road for 20 years, she said. I mean, all these people going past, like those two, never seen before in my life, and yet there's somebody I know who lives in the road and I've never seen her. It's just weird. I find it quite disturbing, actually. So, um, where was I? Uh, oh, yes, fun and games in the play, so that's all fine. So, yeah, so yesterday <clears throat> was a bit sad because uh, it was the final party uh, and it was lovely. And um, I realised what a lovely... I did get quite sad, actually. And um, I realised what a lovely bunch of people I've been working with. Um, and considering I'd gone through a fairly dreadful lockdown uh, with my mother dying the day after all, or the day before all the theatres closed down, um, head starting this, which was one thing that got me through, uh, and then got thrown last October, having no work for, what, 18 months, and then getting thrown last October into 13-hour days. Um, and this show's run for six months, which is the longest I've ever worked on a show. Uh, it's been lovely. It's been a, a really great set of people uh, who I'm proud to have worked with. Uh, and I've made some friends, which is always nice, who, uh, even if I don't see them, I'll definitely stay in touch with them. And, um, yeah, I'm a bit emotional about that. Uh, so this is my last week. Uh, on the show uh, and then uh, it'll be full steam ahead into the next one which is a very very quick turnaround so um, yeah that's all that so I can't get sad it's been uh, it's been a great ride and uh, yeah life's been okay really um, although I do have to think about doing something else because it's not livable on this job uh, money wise oh I've got uh, Actually, anyone who needs the, the circulation in their legs uh, given a bit of a boost, uh, you can have my cat because what she does is she stands by your legs as she's doing now and whacks them with her tail. Uh, and it does, you know, it just gets the blood going a little bit quicker. It's very helpful. So um, what else am I on? So reading... Uh, I'm still absolutely loving the Thursday Murder Club. I was reading some reviews of it, and they're all saying oh, it's all very middle-brow, and it just got published because it was Richard Osman, which is true. But um, I don't think it is a middle-brow book. I think it's an absolutely beautiful book. I think he, um, not only is he writing about people who we don't, we overlook, who have gone invisible in our society, but he is um, deft at one-liners. He can, he's summed up people in one line uh, in a way that's actually brought tears to my eyes in one case and a couple of times just has made me laugh out loud. It's a very, very funny book. But what I also like about it, it's set in a retirement community, uh, is that although it's very funny and it's giving these older people, they're all in their sort of 70s and 80s, uh, giving them their dues because they've all lived lives. Uh, and then, then we, you know, they've all lived exciting lives. And then we just shove them off into retirement communities and forget about them. Um, so obviously they're very funny because they're trying to solve the, solve the murder and to some extent are better than the police. Um, it's also a very tender look at old age and loss and grief. Um, and I think it is more than just a cosy 
well-written thriller. I think it's a really lovely book. Um, but I've only got one more episode of Slow Horses to go on Apple, which I'm really enjoying. Um, the other thing I've tuned into is Marianne, which is a horror thing on Netflix, uh, which is American, no, it's not American, it's French, about a youngish female horror writer who uh, suddenly, well, she doesn't realise what's going on at first, but basically the character in her book uh, comes alive. Uh, it's a demon and starts haunting her. Sounds awful. Uh, it's very, very clever. Uh, it's looking at all sorts of different things. One being uh, writing itself, the process of writing. It is a very, very clever um, series and I'm really enjoying it. Um, and it's nice to watch um, foreign language TV series. I'm also very excited talking about which one of my absolute favourite Netflix series was um, called My Agent, which is French. And it's been, anyone who hasn't seen it listening, go and watch Call My Agent. It's just a lovely, lovely series. It's very funny. It's set in a Parisian um, film and TV agency. Uh, it's all the actors in it. There's one actor per episode are real. So they're playing themselves. But the drama isn't really about the actor. That's the, the joke of it. The, the drama is about the uh, people who run the agency. It's been remade in English and it's been remade. It's called 10%, which is actually the original French title. And um, it's been remade by the man or rewritten by the man who did W1A, which is one of my all time favorite uh, comedies. So I'm really excited about that. Unfortunately, it's on Amazon, which we don't have, but uh, I'll have to sort that out. Um, yes, so I'm also reading Sisters by Daisy Johnson, which is really weird and I thought was actually a bit pretentious, but, um, I've decided it's very good, but I wouldn't recommend it to anybody. It's, it's, it's very strange and gothic and, um, I don't know. I'll see how I get on with it. And, um, I think that's all for now. Uh, I was slightly worried I didn't have enough to say and I seem to have rattled on for hours. Uh, so, um, yes, thank you for listening.